0: I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head. A safe place to hide a hurting heart. A gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. It's leap year, but you will probably notice that I am not leaping from my big comfortable black leather Papa chair because i have found that i don't bounce nearly as well as i used to i always thought that was a very athletic kind of sounding word leap it suggests this finely muscled athlete perhaps in a in a leotard taking a running start and then soaring into the air now you see i don't mind doing the soaring But i don't like being sore so it's the crashing back to the ground that sometimes bothers me of course some guys go leaping out of an airplane hanging onto a parachute now a parachute is essentially a pair of chubby ladies pantyhose when you think about it basketball players leap around a lot so do baseball outfielders and ballet dancers the extra day in leap year february 29th is called leap day And it is put there to keep the calendar, as they say, balanced. And what that means is if we didn't have that day, we would eventually be celebrating Christmas with barbecues like on the 4th of July. (music) Leap day sounds so energetic. Very New York City. We like to do our own things in New York. We even have our own language. The word dare. For example means not here there right decay that's the letter that comes after dj <laughs> and the stuff that comes out of the faucet is water you ever heard in that water was splashing around and when you talk about huh you're, you're talking about your girlfriend and urine is the opposite of your out My Lady Wonderwitch says that guys from New York have a particular kind of walk. She says it is a swinging-your-arms kind of strut. You know, and I never noticed it until she mentioned it. And then I, I saw a reflection of myself in a shop window the other day while I was crossing the street. And you know, she's right. There's also a kind of a slight side-to-side role involved in the New York walk. I would think in Dallas, they don't do that. They probably celebrate Mosey Day. Remember John Wayne... John Wayne used to mosey, say, Well, I guess I'll just mosey right on over to the corral and leap on my horse, little lady. John Wayne. Sexy ladies could call it Slinky Day. Babies could celebrate Crawl Day. And traditionally, Leap Day is a pretty interesting day for women. You know, it's the day when they traditionally get to throw their curves around and smile sweetly and propose to their boyfriends instead of waiting for it to happen the other way around. And a lot of pimple people guys make the terrible mistake of thinking that the curvier a woman is, the less intelligent she is. But Big Louie, his own bad self, the chief mustard cutter of the Louie Louie generation, knows a lot better than that. Louie always says the curvier a woman is, the less intelligent the guy becomes. And I think he's right, having had that happen to me. Actually, I think you could make a case for the idea that women have it pretty good every day. Now, I'm going to hear it about this, but think about it. Women can have sex anytime they want it. They don't have to mow the lawn or shovel the sidewalk. The smell of sweat is sexy on a woman. Women get lots of gifts because we screw up so often. They can dance. They even look good in shorts. Some look very good in shorts. So, (laughs) you know, what's not to like about being a woman? Sticks to tails, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that is keeping you awake at night out the other ear, and you can nod off comfortably to sleep. Smart guys in the white lab coats tell us that milk contains a significant amount of lactose. I want a lot of lactose in my milk. I want any milk I drink to have no toes at all. The world's largest comic book collection is in the U.S. Library of Congress, and I think that's appropriate because that way the congressman can look at the pictures so that they can understand the stories. And... Babies who use pacifiers are more prone to earaches than babies who don't use pacifiers. But I am willing to bet also, again, from personal experience, that the parents of babies who use pacifiers are less prone to earaches than the parents of babies who do not use pacifiers. That's just a bet. Dicks to tails, they take your mind off your mind. I've been telling you for a little while now that I'm really tired of the gloom and doom. You know, the the world is coming to an end. The sky is falling. But I'm not one of those motivational guys who think you should be grimly determined to be happy at all costs. Can't stand those guys jumping around on the stage. I don't believe in drowning your sorrows in ready whip. And I am very well aware that manure occurreth to keep it kind of polite. And sometimes manure occurreth in heaps manure occurreth in large stinky and very personal heaps but it's leap year and big louis his own bad self has a leap year suggestion he says if you take a big enough leap you might get over your heap and i'm taking big Louie's suggestion personally i have been putting off working on a new personal audio cd for too long could be because I can get kind of lazy once in a while or maybe it's just because I'm kind of be honest but I, I'm kind of scared sometimes writing stuff that I really believe in I think that's fairly common with a, with a lot of people who write it, when you write stuff like that it's a little bit like spying on yourself you know and you get you get scared and the little guy who lives inside you you know the guy who kind of has nasty comments for you every once in a while boy that was a dumb thing to do you know that guy he's he's the guy who connects to your ideas and your thoughts too and that little guy shuts up anyway i'm taking a leap and here's the first story from the new project i don't even know what i'm going to call it yet but this story is about a guy who instead of taking a leap well listen to the story it's called i'll call you you're a not so young guy under a lot of pressure change in management of the job has you wondering about your career. The legal battle with your almost ex-wife has turned really ugly. You're enjoying the fact that your daughter has been spending more time with you than with her mom. And you're telling yourself it has nothing to do with the competition, it's just that you really love the kid, and mostly you believe that. But it's leaving you without even enough time to tuck your shirt in or take out the trash. And now... Much sooner than you planned, there is a new woman smiling at the edge of your life. You didn't plan on that. She was so bright and warm and soft and sexy the first time you saw her that you were afraid that if you looked away, she might look different when you looked back. She was the single parent just ahead of you in the the meet-the-teacher line at your daughter's school. Your daughter's best friend's mom. The four of you went for hamburgers after the school conference. And while the kids were playing on the big yellow plastic slide, you took your second look, and she did look different, laughing quietly at one of your old jokes. What a lovely sound. She's not cover girl beautiful, but sitting across the table from you, even in the harsh fluorescent light, her skin looks pure and soft. If she's wearing makeup, you can't tell. Her hair is shiny brown with a few strands of silver pulled up in a tight business-like hairdo. You can't help imagining how it would look and feel and smell tumbling down around her shoulders and your fingers. When she turned around to check the kids, she leaned forward and you got a sudden, almost irresistible urge to reach out and gently stroke her cheek, and she caught you. Your eyes must have given you away. Most women would have looked down and kind of blushed or ignored the moment or tried to say something funny. She just looked surprised for a moment and then sat back slowly and comfortably and smiled. No self-conscious tug at her blouse to be sure it was properly buttoned and No quick double check for her missing wedding band, no panic, just pleasant surprise. Now you're very well aware that there's quite a difference between panic and pleasant surprise. And you're also very well aware that there's quite a difference between pleasant surprise and genuine interest. The only thing you could think of saying was, may I call you tomorrow? made you feel like a character in an old black-and-white Cary Grant film. But she just very quietly said, I'd like that. And that was last week. It was a very busy week. No wonder you kind of forgot to call. No time to call from work. You even started dialing once, and then somebody came into the office, and there was a meeting, and then you all went out for drinks, and it was too late to call, and... There's no privacy to call from home with your daughter around. You don't want to listen to anybody tell you about things that you should do. Or the fact that when you say you're going to call, you should call. And most of all, you don't like being scared. What if you call and she says, not this time, but I have your number. I'll call. I did stuff like that for a long time. And then all of a sudden, my lady wonder wench came along, and, and before I knew it, <laughs> I was in midair, right in the middle of the biggest leap in my life. I didn't really even think about it until right in the middle of the leap. All of a sudden, hope started interfering with the very logical progression of what had become a rather smug and orderly life. It's a long story. And I've decided to take the leap and, and tell it, or at least part of it, because telling it feels like the right thing to do. And you know, I think it might help some other Louie Louis generation guys and girls who are thinking about taking a big leap in life. It'll take a while. All the personal audios took a while, because they took a lot of living. If you're curious about any of the personal audio CDs, well, just take a trip to DickSummer.com and take a look at the, the homepage you know I wonder if women understand that guys sometimes don't take the oh my god I'm in love leap because they've been through the hurt that comes with a crash that sometimes happens at the end and, and that hurts and that's why sometimes Guys don't talk a lot. You know, we figure we're not supposed to show you how much we hurt because big boys don't cry. And there's a flip side to that. And the flip side is the hurt that we do to our women when we back off. Want proof? The guys in the white lab coats just released a big survey, and it said only 2% of the women in America feel beautiful. Now, come on. You walk down any street in America and look at our ladies, and you're going to see that that's off by at least 70 or 80%, at least. And I think a lot of the reason that it's so far off is that guys are afraid to take that leap and tell you. You know, I know sometimes you have to crawl before you can walk, and, and the journey of a thousand miles begins with one small step. And I certainly know that manure occurreth. Manure occurreth in big heaps a lot of times but yeah, you know, it's it's leap year and wouldn't you like to know if you can actually leap over your heap right in the middle of your leap think about what a kick it would be to find out how high you can fly Good night.